Hi, everyone. My name is Quentin Colon. I am the co-founder and CEO of Waffle. Hello, I'm Connor Sweetman, and welcome to InsureTech Radio, the podcast that teaches you about how technology is transforming insurance and about the people making it happen. InsureTech Radio is brought to you by InsureTech Ireland. Visit our website, insuretechireland.org. There you can sign up to our community newsletter. This is a weekly newsletter that has three little nuggets from the InsureTech and startup ecosystems. This week, my guest is Quentin Coolen, the co-founder and CEO of Waffle. Quentin isn't your typical InsureTech CEO. He started off as a human rights lawyer. And Waffle is not your typical InsureTech company. They've taken the radical step of removing exclusions from their policies, and their goal is to cover each risk holistically. Quentin and I talk about how that actually works in practice, what it means for customers, and what it means for underwriters and capacity providers. Please enjoy. And one of the things that both surprises me and excites me about your company is your removal of exclusions from yeah. the policies. And that, that's a you know really radical step. Like, how did you get to that point? Did you have a version of your idea beforehand or was that always kind of be a big innovation? It was it was always meant to be. Uh, it was from from day one. Uh, it was the idea because, you know, when you experience insurance, how many times I, and, and it, I think it's it's even more true in the US than it is in, 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 in especially in Europe where insurance is a bit older, but in, in a good sense, like a bit more uh, sophisticated, I think, than, 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 than the US market. Um, but how many times have you not been told, Connor, mate, I'm so sorry but your policy doesn't cover X, Y, Z, right? Think about travel insurance, right? Have you ever bought travel insurance? You know, when you go on kayak and you, you buy your stuff and you click on the insurance box, have you ever done that? Uh, uh, oh yeah, of course. And I've been on the side of the underwriter as well, where I'm thinking through a risk and I'm, and then you're looking at the exclusions and you're trying to, sometimes you're like underwriting the risk, knowing that there is an exclusion that will protect you from a particular exactly. exposure. Exactly. You couldn't have said better. That's the whole point. Right? Travel insurance, most traditional travel insurance, you basically can get covered in a very, very limited amount of cases, right? You have to get really sick. Um, you have to be dead. That's not helpful. You have to get fired, right? I mean, those kinds of things. When does that ever happen? So there is a reason that many people actually don't buy those insurance because there is no real value. And forget about the, the origin of Waffle. Look at what's happening now. Look at what all the issue that, that the industry is having now, saying, oh, yeah, travel, I'm sorry, there is an exclusion for viruses or pandemic, mm-hmm. or even, even on the commercial side, like all those businesses, including many friends of mine who had business interruption coverage in their, in their business owner or the commercial uh, policy package. And they're told, guys, so sorry, but we actually have an exclusion for viruses, so we won't be able to cover you. What is the real point, the real value? Again, going back to the civil insurtech 2.0, we think it's about the value. What, thing, what is the real value of insurance if it doesn't come through when you actually need it? So that's why from the day one, we were like, we have to find a way to remove uh, exclusion. And that's, that's how we created uh, waffle. So the concept is to say we're going to create the Connor insurance. What is like one product, one product that protects you, all your stuff, and also the people that you love. That means your car, your home, your life, your travel, your electronics, 
your pet, but also uh, your friends and 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 your family, right? So obviously, one of the things that is sexy about this is, I mean, we think it's sexy. Why is it churros? But we still think it's <laughs> sexy. Um, um, is the fact that we we try to limit drastically, uh, or even in some cases remove. Uh, exclusions altogether. It's not possible for everything, right? On life, you cannot not exclude suicide, right? Otherwise, mm. just the thing would collapse, right? Yes, but for many products, exactly, right? Yeah. So, but for many products, it's actually quite possible if you change the way that the coverage is offered and the payout is paid. Um, the second sexy thing I think that we do is we address specific issue that each product faces so for instance just when we're talking about life um life insurance is incredibly painful to get right it takes months and you have to have a nurse coming to your place and do a whole checkup or you have to go give some blah blah blah, blah. we actually have a partner one of the largest uh, insurance carrier in 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 the world uh, life insurance carrier that provides us with a product that is basically 10 questions, no medical exam. We think that addresses the main point, the main pain point of, of life. Travel, we remove the exclusions. Uh, what kind of other example can we give you? Pet, pet, massive market pet that hasn't grown as it, as it should have. We actually have the best partner in the US that has the largest network. So you're actually covered and you're not going to be told by your vet, so sorry, mate. We don't take your 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 policy. So I think that's really how we we look at at the the experience. Obviously, we underwrite very differently, and I'm happy to talk about this. We underwrite holistically as opposed to 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 in a, in a siloed manner. Uh, but that's really how we we try to differentiate ourselves. To us, it's really much more about the experience. It's about the quality of the coverage, the removing as much as possible exclusions and addressing the specific issues that each product that you would need uh, has been facing for, for years. And so what's it like when you go into an insurer or reinsurer or say, hey, guys, we want to remove exclusions? Yeah. You know? Well, first, first they laugh at <laughs> your happens? face and they say, who the hell are you, you chubby Belgian? Get the fuck out. <laughs> That's basically what they say first. And then you show them the numbers that we have and what we've done on the underwriting. And they're like, okay. You know, maybe nine out of 10 would tell you, well, okay, interesting, but we're not going to change our entire legacy system to do this. And then you find one or two that get really interested and you get into it and, and, and you agree with those guys. But it's, it's a, I don't need to tell you this, right? Uh, at the industry, you have a bunch of incredible people, insane understanding of risk, phenomenal understanding of risk. But regardless of how good they are, these things take a really long time, right? And we've been at this since... September 2018, right? And it really takes a long time. Putting putting a, a traditional product on a digital platform, that's really easy, right? You can do that fairly quickly. Doing what we do takes takes a, a bit more time because it's so different. Uh, but we're fortunate to work with, with great, great partners. And also, you know, I, I think there is a misconception um, and I think it's partly the fault of some leading insure tech that have been really bashing of the industry. Mm. Um, there is a misconception in my view that the industry is not innovative on the contrary, I would actually argue that, that they are quite innovative and, and they understand that if you want to survive and, and not just survive, but thrive in the 21st century, you need to be able to bypass those headlines of insurance, not honoring claims, right? Mm. 
at, at times of, of trials and difficulties. And many of them have made significant investments in innovation. But it is a big machine, right? And insurance is siloed. So anything that is integrated requires 25 departments. And then at the end, you get compliance coming in and saying, oh, this is all wrong. And I'm a lawyer by training, right? So I like, I like, I hate people like myself because like, we like, well, that doesn't work because of X, Y, Z, right? But every once in a while, you find a few that are, that are really, and now we have four massive partners that work with us. Uh, and, and those guys have been incredible in, in helping us develop the products and make sure that we add real value for customers. But it takes a while. No, oh yeah, yeah. Tell me about the underwriting process. How, sure. How did that evolve? Maybe over time, and your how did you think? How did you get to where you are now with it? Sure. So think about let's let, let's talk about you. Let's say that you're going to get a car insurance, right? You're going to go to I don't know Aviva, right? And they're going to look at the risk of Connor as a driver, right? Or if you want to get home insurance, they're going to look at your risk as a homeowner. Now they're going to ask about you know, your car and your driving records and maybe the model and make of your car, how many accidents you get, blah, blah, blah. That's great. It gives you a fairly good understanding of Connor as the driver. But Connor as the driver is not necessarily Connor. Actually, it never is. Connor is much bigger, right? You are whole sorts of risks that are bundled together. So our concept was to say, well, if I know more about Connor, if I have more accurate, diversified data about Connor, I'm going to have to I'm going to be able to price them better. And that's effectively what we've done. We've built the world's first comprehensive risk model. So very uh, elaborate uh, algorithm with imputation uh, uh, elements, but it basically allows us with just a few questions to give you a holistic risk score. And we have proven and it's been proven independently that the holistic approach to risk is actually much more accurate in determining the likelihood of Connor claiming compared to traditional model. So that's how we look at underwriting. Now, the way that we implement this is in phases because it's it's incredibly it's a model that's incredibly data hungry. Um, uh, but we we've got some amazing uh, results. We've also proven, by the way, that this holistic approach to risk doesn't just work for insurance. It works for all kinds of risk assessments. So we've proven, for instance, that our model um, uh, gives us better results in uh, estimating the likelihood of default on a mortgage than traditional players. Mm. So we know we we way past the, yeah we way past the the sort of like a uh, the, the FICO score. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the main element that they use in in the US to, to, to underwrite those things. So it's really interesting. And it, it basically is, is, we think it's very much in line with, with the time. I don't know if you agree, but this, this era of big data, everybody talks about big, big data and AI and just throw those words around. We actually think that that new frontier of um, imputation and, and, and risk can actually tell us so much more about ourselves and be much more accurate in the way that we underwrite risk. And you've been an underwriter, right? You know the criteria that they're looking at. Have you ever thought about, it would be good actually to know, have you ever thought about expanding the pool of criteria based on your experience? Most underwriters that I know have, right? So 
Is that also something that you've experienced? I've only started thinking about how interesting that would be since I started doing this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I started okay. learning about you know alternative data sources because I've worked in traditional property and casualty insurance for the last yep. uh, ten or so years, and you're uh, you're just looking at actuarial data in in the main. Uh, and then apart from that, then you're using kind of more qualitative data and experience and, you know, yep. hunches essentially. Yep. And one thing I think about this is like, can, can you get so accurate that it nearly becomes cost yes. prohibitive for certain segments to buy insurance? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's that's one of the challenges that we're going to have to to face because at some point you're going to have to draw the line. You can't, you know, insurance is based on the laws of large numbers. You You need to have a pool that is wide enough for you to be able to carry the risk, right? So that's one of the things that that we we look at. Obviously, it's not because we are able to say, you know, we, it's not because we are able to say exactly what Connor's risk is going to be that we're going to necessarily price you that risk, right? Um, because you could have zero risk. So technically, we can insure you for $1 for everything, right? But we're not going to do that, obviously, right? So there, there is a... Uh, and and it, uh, to answer your question, uh, uh, is something we'll be able to do in two, three years post-launch when we have enough data to to actually get the first crack at this. So the first two or three years are really going to be about offering you know the best possible products with little to no exclusion and collecting data and see how we can actually improve value for customers. And you know, there's so many customers that are subsidizing the bad customers, right? Yeah. Um, is there a way to keep the good customers, show them real value, having insurance that come through comes through when, when you need it, as opposed to, you know, a sort of this generalized mediocre pool of risk. Um, so that's really the, the game plan that makes sense. And I suppose from a customer's point of view, any any consumer of insurance doesn't really care about these cool new underwriting ideas that you guys oh, have. Yeah, you know, they just want to have, get their insurance. So I yeah. wonder, how are, you, how are you thinking about talking to them in a way that is different from other insurers? Because I'd say most people are probably quite cynical about insurers. Absolutely. I am cynical about insurance. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and I run an insurtech. So no, no. Um, I think, I think, we have proven that the, the value prop of Waffle to say the Connor Insurance one product to protect you, your stuff, and your loved ones, no matter what, with little to no exclusion, is so different from the traditional uh, products that that we are we 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 know and we've seen already that that this is an attractive proposition. Think about, uh, and I don't know how uh, if you guys have, have similar ads in, in Ireland, but. In the U.S., it's all about switching and saving, right? The Geico ads and the oh, yeah. Allstate. Yeah. It's all about, Connor, you can if you spend 15 minutes on the phone, you can save 15%, right? That's great. But think about what they're selling to you. Are they selling you car insurance? No, because you already have a car. They're only talking about to people who actually have car insurance now and might want to save some money. So there are two problems with this. One, <clears throat> they don't sell you an insurance product because you already have one. So you would have to go through the pain of going through the, the change process, and to do that, they would reward you. But when they do that, they target people that are price sensitive. Now, from a risk standpoint, and you know this, right, if you've been doing this for a while, uh, you know that people who are really, really price sensitive tend to be more risky. So are these the customers that you want? Not really. They're not offering you insurance. They're offering you the notion that someday you're going to change product and you should think about us. What Waffle does is very different. We say, you know, we create the Connor product, the Connor insurance. So at all time, 
you will need a product that we sell. And that product is not going to be commoditized like everybody else. It's going to be with little to no exclusion. It's going to address the, the, you know, the specific pain points that each of the, the, the product line has. Now, there is, there is, there is no free lunch here. Uh, and I think that's one of the, the things that we also do that is a bit different. We're not targeting the entire public at the beginning. Uh, I think one of the reasons that you see so many direct-to-consumer personal, line, personal lines in SureTech fail is that they all try to compete on price. Guess what? I'm a cockroach here. What am I going to compete on price with Geico, Allstate, all these guys? You just can't. I mean, think about lemonade, if, if anything. They started to tell you three years ago, you know, you can insure your apartment five bucks a month. Guess what? You can't. And now you're, they've quadrupled prices to, to, to be on par with the incumbents. And that's, that was the only way for them to, to, to do it. So we're not cheaper and we're not advertising it cheaper. If anything, we might be a bit more expensive. Why? Because the products are really not the commoditized products that you see everywhere. They're better. Uh, our, our thesis is that people who value and understand what risk is are much more likely to uh, pay a bit more uh, to be protected no matter what. Cool. Look, uh, thanks very much for your time. Um, do, you, do you have any parting words for our audience? Uh, no, listen, guys, I, uh, you know, I would love to talk to you again when, when we have the full launch. It's going to be in the U.S. first, uh, but, but we'll hopefully expand quickly to, to other markets, including uh, Ireland, uh, the EU, um, and now I have to say the U.K. because the U.K. will no, no longer be in the EU. Um, but so, yeah, hopefully that, that will come soon. Uh, and, you know, if you have any sort of feedback um on on what you've heard or any advice you want to give us or if you're interested in joining us uh go to trywaffle.com uh there's a way to contact us find me on linkedin don't hesitate to write I'd be more than happy to 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 engage with you guys any feedback is good feedback in our view so more than happy to to engage with with everyone that uh that wants to help brilliant thank you quentin no thank you so much connor and thank you for your time i really appreciate it Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on LinkedIn, and please visit our website, insuretechireland.org. See you next week.